0: Welcome to the Nutrition Burnout Podcast, your home for food and body obsession. I'm your host, Christy Brown, founder and creator of Intuitively Strong. My friends, it's here. November, Thanksgiving, Christmas is right around the corner. It's time to start thinking about holiday eating. This is something that Absolutely scared the shit out of me. Like before, when I was healing my relationship with food, uh, when I was in the depths of disordered eating patterns, and when I just had no control over food, when I was literally held prisoner by food, I was so scared. I did not know what to do. I was like, okay, do I binge? eat or do i bring my own food on thanksgiving um do i just eat clean and try and eat balanced but i i'll eat like five pieces of pie if i'm allowed to eat pie i don't know what to do i was always so confused like do i overeat do i go back to working out and every single year it ended up the same no matter what my intentions were I always went back to just okay no matter if I was going in being like okay I'm gonna bring all this food all this really healthy super healthy clean food um and I would just be like screw it it's a holiday by the time I got into my grandma's house and just could smell just that delicious turkey and the green bean casserole with all of that beautifully processed food and all the wonderful crunchy things on top and just the rolls and the butter and I was like I nope nope I'm having pecan pie and pumpkin pie and I was just I was like screw it by that point I'm like well I already screwed up so I might as well take the rest of this weekend and just get it out of my system and I would just almost like a hoover like eat anything and everything that was quote unquote bad because i'm like i better get out of the house because on monday right cyber monday i'm starting over so that's literally what decades of thanksgiving looked like for me and the same thing with christmas it was the same thing every single time and if you're listening to this podcast it's likely yours as well so We are going to talk about this holiday eating. I wanna give you some strategies to literally walk out of here for. And I want you to be like, okay, I know that I'm going into this in a way that I'm going to do my absolute best. So couple things I want, I'm just gonna jump right in. Let's start talking about this why holidays are the scariest, right? Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, shoot, you could even bring this into like birthdays and, you know, vacations, things like that, restaurants when you go out, because we always feel so intense around this time. And it's because it's foods that we normally don't eat throughout the year. And not only that, it's now socially acceptable to get super stuffed to you know we joke around like oh I couldn't breathe after I ate and all the tryptophan and the turkey makes me so tired and all that food is trying to process in your body the reason why you probably get tired after you eat is because you maybe ate too much and your body is trying to go through it all and it just can't do it fast enough so your body is like full force nope energy you're, you're not literally going anywhere else I need you right here um, you I need you to take the proteins over here you I need you to go ahead and take fats, and I want you to take them to the liver. And your body is just doing so many things. So that's why you feel likely um, really tired after you eat a lot of food. Uh, actually, after you eat, if you eat a decent amount of food, it should make you feel energized. So you can tell when the overeating happens, you never feel good. You never feel like you want to go walk around or play with the kids or do anything else. So a couple other things why this is so stressful this time of year eating around this is because Foods that you eat are always associated with the holidays, right? Your pumpkin pie that your mom makes. My grandma makes a killer pecan pie. Like, I mean, I have never had pecan pie as good as hers. And it's really the only time I have it. So these are times when you're just like, okay, I've got to eat it because this is the only time I'm going to get it. That scarcity mode kicks in. So you're like, I have to eat it because I won't get it again for another year. And you and I both know we can go out and get or make ourselves pumpkin pie anytime we want. But it's if we do it in January or if we do it in uh, June, we're like pumpkin pie. What are you doing? Like it's not it's not November. Um, Also, something that can be extremely stressful is we're getting with family. We're getting with the people that. Maybe we'll comment on our bodies, whether they're commenting on uh, weight loss or weight gain. I have clients going through both right now. Um, we're fearing what people are going to say about our plates, and that can be extremely stressful as well. Uh, some other things that we're really fearing around the holidays is weight gain. We're so freaking scared to gain weight because it's always meant failure to us um, that we're being unhealthy, that we're not being good, that we're off track. We're scared of overeating because we know that with all of these tempting foods around, oh, how am I going to get through this? If you let me eat one piece of cake or or pumpkin pie, I'm out. Like I'm just gonna eat the whole thing. Um, And then we have all these leftovers. We feel out of control. Well, I better eat this now because that diet starts Monday or I'm not going to get this again. So it's the stress of how I should be eating, how we should be eating that gets us more than the actual eating itself. It's the expectation of us being healthy or eating only good foods that really kind of throws us off. And this is why I am a big believer in, you guys know if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, I don't believe in good or bad foods right? The healthiest person in the world could eat a cookie and it doesn't make them unhealthy. Same thing with you. But yet we label these, which then labels ourselves good or bad. So we feel out of control around this food we feel like people are going to judge us if we eat this food or if we take too much or if we don't take the right amount so I want to go through some of the questions comments that my clients have had that people just DMing me on Instagram have had just people like I don't know how to deal with this uh, some of the biggest ones and I want to go over them because you more than likely have gone through this as well so comments or thoughts uh that you think other people are thinking about you. They're going to overrun your day or thoughts that you think about are going to overrun your day on a day when we're around family more than likely. But we're not thinking about, you know, our family and the experience that we're having and the fact that we haven't seen our sister who lives across the country now or our mom and dad who live in a different state now or anything like that. We're thinking about, oh shit. Can I calorically afford this? I'm gonna to have to do extra cardio tomorrow. So, we're wasting this mental real estate, this so valuable mental real estate, by living in the past and living in the future. And we neglect that present. So, This is actually a recipe for depression. It's a recipe for disaster because happiness is living in the present moment. Happiness is noticing the wind go by, hearing the wind whistle. Happiness is noticing the flower that's bobbing back and forth. I'm sorry, it's fall now. So the leaves falling, (laughs) you know, the colors in the trees, that crisp, like cold smell in the air that's actually really refreshing and feels good in your nose. Those are the things we want to focus on. We want to focus on the fact that we're probably not gonna be with grandma and grandpa for much longer like these are the things that we want to just start being more present with yet we're thinking about okay how many calories was in that pumpkin pie filling plus the crust okay now I can't have a roll okay maybe if I just have a bite you know all these things going through our head it just makes us crazy so I want to get to these questions, these uh, quandaries you might have, and let's go over them. Let's dive into them because I want to give you strategies for these. So the first one, one of the biggest ones, and this is something that I felt and something one of my clients brought up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this I feel you on this. She said, well will they think I gave up on myself if I eat this pie? Like, what if I actually want the pumpkin pie, I want a slice of the pecan pie, and I want a slice of the apple pie? She goes, what if I want all three? What do I do? And my biggest piece of advice, the strategy I want you to take on, and I want you to think about this, is sample everything, restrict nothing. Okay, take this into your holiday eating like, your badge of honor I am going to try a little bit of everything your first plate you might go up and just literally take a tiny bit of each thing okay and then I want you to notice what your taste buds were like oh yeah go back for that oh yeah that was fantastic and then I want you to really like tune into what tastes good to you and then go get more of what was good and then There's always that thing. Okay, well, I want all three pieces of those pie, right? Of that pie. And I want I want the fruit pie, I want the pumpkin pie, I want the pecan pie. I get it, I've been there, done that. Um, and I'll probably do it this this uh, Thanksgiving as well, this Christmas as well. So something you can do is to take a third of a piece, take a smaller piece, right? And you might notice that your taste buds are actually like, actually we're going more towards the apple pie. I thought I'd be more of a pumpkin pie, but hey, Remember, this food is not going away. You're likely going to be sent home with lots of different leftovers and pies and things. And shoot, if all the pumpkin pie is gone and you're like, but I didn't get any. I want you to go make one. Go buy one. They're going to be on sale after Thanksgiving too. You know, even during Christmas if you're like, "But oh man, we always make this awesome cake or whatever it is." My mom's birthday is on Christmas, so she loves carrot cake, which happens to be my favorite too. So, I know I'm always jazzed. I'm so pumped because I'm like, I get carrot cake on Christmas because my mom has the best taste ever. <laughs> so, that's something that I look forward to. I want you to look forward to the things that you really want. And fact of, yes, will they think that I gave up on myself? Here's what I want you to think about with this as well. I really want you to think about if you're really like this worried about it, you've likely grown up in a family uh, that has always, uh, you know, kind of commented on your plate, commented on your body, uh, was very stuck in diet culture, which back in the day when our parents were growing up, that's what healthy was. Healthy was shrinking yourself. Healthy was getting smaller. And that's all it was. So to them, you know, with this whole clean eating notion and you know, count everything, keto, processed foods are the devil, those types of things. It can seem like, yeah, this, this seems like it's really unhealthy, but how often do you do this, right? This is one of those times when enjoy the moment on vacations uh, at restaurants at holidays if I overeat I usually do it at a point to where I'm not like I can't breathe I can't move to where it's like I'm a little past fullness but it was worth it because I don't do this that often I'm very good at listening to my hunger signals now my fullness cues um, because I have worked on this for so long. So, um, the fact that, you know, you're, you're so concerned about what other, what somebody else thinks, I get it. That's, that's usually your parents or family or, you know, your, um, spouses or partners, uh, you know, side of the family, the people that you truthfully and honestly care about the most and you care about their opinion the most. And I want you to be the permission slip. I want you to be the permission slip. I guarantee you if the pie is out and nobody's going to get it, if you're the first one to go up and get it, other people will be like, yeah, pie sounds good. Be that person that's so confident in what you're doing. Like, hey, I'm not dieting right now. I'm trying this new thing. It's intuitive eating. It's uh, eating more mindfully, just kind of honoring my hunger, respecting my fullness. I haven't really, you know, gotten into it too much, but it's something that I really need to work on because my relationship with food sucks. I, you know, I'm having trouble. So this is what I'm working on right now is enjoying all food, but trying to figure out what amounts feel good to me. So there's lots of things that you could do with that. Um, I want you to do this for you. I mean, how many times, and I can tell you, I have... Passed up on the pie for Thanksgiving. And what I would do is I would go home. And when everybody was, you know, getting ready for bed or, you know, going around, I would go secretly eat that pie. I would eat the rest of it. And my mom would get up in the morning, like, oh my gosh, where did the rest of this go? I'm like, oh, you probably didn't take home as much as, you know, you thought you did. Or some of it fell over in the car or something like that. I would just make up some weird, like, terrible, terrible lie, but I ate it. I ate way past my fullness. I binge ate it. I ate way more than I thought. And um, the, then was like actually satisfying to me to where it didn't even taste good anymore. I wasn't even tasting it. It was just the fact that it was something bad that I had to do. It was just this intensity that came over me that was like, I have to do this. Um, so if you don't eat what you really want, you're setting yourself up for a binge. You're setting yourself up for a binge later on. So think of it that way. Um, So the next thing I I do want to talk about, something that a client came to me with was uh, what if they think I filled up my plate too much? And sometimes it's not even what if they think, did I? Like, did I fill up my plate too much? Is this a good amount of food? Is this not a good amount of food? So I always say holiday eating, if you're new to this whole type of eating of, learning how to eat without counting calories, learning how to be healthy without tracking or measuring or restricting any foods, you're being thrown into the wolves. Like you're being thrown into one of the hardest times you will ever have with eating. And I don't mean to say that to discourage you, but I just want to let you know, give yourself some compassion right now. This is one of the last things on my list that got checked off as I feel good in this place. And It's something that's very difficult for a lot of people. Even people that are kind of at a more advanced place. Uh, Holidays are still a little bit more okay. I've really got to like get myself, hey, there's always more later. This food isn't going away. Like I don't have to eat it all now because there's no diet to go back to, right? This is okay. I'm going to do the best that I can. And if I overeat, then I either win or I learn. I don't have to be perfect. My meals do not have to be perfect. I've tried that before. Eating perfect meals only gets me in trouble because perfect meals don't exist so back to the question what is a good amount to put on my plate like even regardless of what other people think how much should i put on my plate so my rule of thumb going back to um what i said before in the first question i i want you to sample everything if you truly and honestly want to stop at a place where you're satisfied this is going to take practice so I don't expect you to get it on the first try but just practicing that hey I'm gonna I'm gonna really focus on the feeling that I want to have when I go to bed at night right when my head hits the pillow I am going I want to feel blank right I I did this with a um, last year with my group coaching Uh, clients and I actually had them write on a rubber band the thing that they want to feel and some of them said calm some of them said proud some of them said um that they want to feel at peace when they go to bed when their head hits the pillow because how many times have we gone to bed after Thanksgiving and we just felt like absolute shit we couldn't breathe we couldn't move Um, overeating doesn't make you feel good it just doesn't And so that's what I would keep in mind is I don't think you need a quantity. I don't think you need um, a certain amount or, you know, make sure this many, you know, sides of your plate, this side of your plate is vegetables and this side is this, that I think you need to just explore the feeling that you want to get so what is that feeling that you want to feel if you don't want to feel stuffed you know that way you can look at your wrist you have that rubber band on you and you can write it on there I want to feel proud of myself for eating an amount that I thought was good for me and even if I overate it's better than eating to the point to where I can't breathe I don't want you to be like I'm going to have the perfect amount and da 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 perfection is not needed here. I just want you to put in the effort. The outcome is, is irrelevant right now, especially if you're at an early stage of, of your journey here. Um, I don't care what the outcome is. I want you to be like, all right, Christy, I tried my best. I still overate, but at least I didn't, you know, go home for the, you know, ninth year in a row, like in my spouse had to roll me in into the house because I just couldn't even walk right that is a terrible feeling nobody wants to feel like that so I would really work on you know kind of taking your time while you eat um fullness is one of the hardest kind of points of hunger you're gonna find your hunger before before you find your fullness signals so a good way to think about this is um to eat slowly because it takes 20 minutes for your brain and your stomach to catch up to each other. Uh so if you eat in five minutes, if you eat your dinner, which a lot of us do, uh you're gonna be like, okay, I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. When really your brain and your stomach hasn't really like told your brain yet that hey, we're good. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna eat more. Well I'm still clearly I'm not full. I'm not full. And then all of a sudden that's why you get that bam, I am insanely full start feeling feeling there um, and something else that is gonna help you too another strategy that's gonna help you is I don't want you to save up calories I don't want you to not eat at the beginning of the day because you're saving up for dinner and then you could just have your whole you know whatever however many calories at dinner no 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 no, no. I want you to eat a good breakfast I want you to eat a good lunch or a good snack if you guys have early dinner like we do um, and then likely you're probably gonna have like fourth meal after Thanksgiving, especially if if you guys have dinner at two. I know I usually do. So I will, um, eat breakfast. I will eat a large breakfast. I will have, you know, eggs, um, or as my son calls omelets, egg tacos. (laughs) Um, and I will have fruit and I'll have a piece of toast and peanut butter uh, and then I'll probably have like a shake or something so then I make sure I get my nutrients in. But I'm also at a different place. If you're at a at a place where this is still new to you, then I would highly recommend um, making sure you have a carb, a protein, and a fruit or a vegetable at breakfast and making sure you eat a very decent amount, like more probably than you think because coming to Thanksgiving with Uh, extreme hunger is only going to make your, your urge to eat fast and to not even taste your food even greater. So I want you to go in to Thanksgiving dinner at a place where you're like, I'm hungry. I'm not starving but I'm I'm hungry like I could definitely eat right now um and if you look on my blog post I have a hunger scale and I'm actually doing a workshop on this uh soon um is that I'm we're going to work on like that hunger scale, which is a scale from one to 10, one being the like absolute, I am so starving, hungry, um, and 10 being, I can't breathe. I'm so stuffed. I would like you to eat at like a three on Thanksgiving. I, you know, if you can try and figure that out, but that's still, that's very advanced. So I just want you to make sure that you're eating breakfast and eating lunch, uh, and, even snacking, if you have, you know, I know my grandma always has like shrimp and cheese and crackers out, things like that. I don't want you to go in too, uh, stuffed or too stuffed or too hungry for Thanksgiving dinner. So the next question I get is, uh, what if people comment on my plate, right? I had a client say, uh, her, her mom or her aunt was like, wow, you're eating a lot before dinner. You know, we're eating in an hour. Maybe you should slow down. And to somebody with disordered eating patterns, that is like, you just called us out. You just stapled a red scarlet letter to our sweater. I did not try and rhyme there. And you just guilted us you just shamed us I can just think of Game of Thrones you just walked us down that down that street shame 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 and that for people who have an unhealthy relationship with food is so embarrassing because we are not proud of our relationship with food but we are working on it so this is something to where it's usually the uh, generation like our parents that kind of bring this up i'm not just saying it's only them but um a large part of them is so this is something to where if somebody talks about your plate if they talk about wow you got quite a bit there um you know what are you gonna do uh i would highly highly recommend for you to do a, one of the three things so, if you're a more passive, non confrontational person like me, um, you're probably going to be more like, okay. And then just kind of change the subject, whatever it might be. Or you can say something that's a little bit more bold, a little bit more forward, and just say, hey, listen, don't comment on my plate. Like, you have no idea what I'm trying to do right now. And if you don't understand it, then don't talk about it. Um, And you can also do kind of the more educational approach where it's like, hey, listen, this is what I'm doing now. I'm really trying to heal my relationship with food. You might get a laugh or a giggle or a snark out of that because I've said that to somebody before and they're like, heal your relationship with food. You have a relationship with food. I'm like, yeah, so do you. You have a relationship with money. You have a relationship with yourself. You have a relationship with everything. So it's it's not stupid. So if they say something like that, you can really put them in their place in a nice way. but a very um kind of bold way that's setting a boundary hey don't talk about my plate I am really trying to stop binge eating right now I have a history of it if you want to open up um I just would prefer you not saying anything uh or this is something that I'm working on right now and I'm trying a couple different things and Thank you. I'm done talking about this. So there's a couple different ways you can go about this. And it depends on your personality. It depends on who says it. it depends on who you are. The next one, I, it's a big one. It's a really big one. So Chrissy, what do you do if you feel obligated to eat the food that somebody gave you and you're just, don't, you don't want to eat it? You're not hungry. What do you do? And this was something that was really hard for me my grandma she was always it doesn't matter if I just ate before I came there no 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 I'm gonna make you something grandma I'm, I'm fine I'm fine no 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 I'm gonna make you a sandwich okay oh geez like I'm really not hungry so there's a couple different things that you could do strategies that you can take on here as well so number one If somebody gives you food, and again, this depends on the person that gives it to you, it depends on who you are, depends on how you wanna react to the situation, Um, you can say something like, this looks Phenomenal. Thank you so much for giving this to me. I am so stuffed, and I'd rather eat this when I'm actually really hungry because I don't want to just eat this. I want to eat this and be like fully present when I eat this because it just looks so good. Thank you so much. Um, and that's something to where it's like, man, I really want to savor this. I want to eat this when I'm really, really hungry so that I don't miss anything because I know how good this is, right? So that's something you can say. Um, something else you can say too is sometimes you know if it's grandma sweet little thing grandma oh my gosh you know what let me take a bite oh this is so good thank you so much I am absolutely stuffed I'm gonna eat this again later tonight this is gonna be perfect when I get hungry again and and I'm ready to eat oh thank you this is wonderful right so you can say something like that another thing you can say is no thanks I'm good but I'll take it home and I'll eat it later so you, there's a couple different ways you can do this. Or if you're not taking anything home, just, hey, no thanks, I'm really full. Well, please, you got to at least try it. I really can't even take another bite, but thank you so much. Hey, how did this go this weekend or this past weekend? You know, that thing. So again, changing that some sub- subject, almost uh, like deflecting, reverting the... Um, the conversation can help as well because then it's, you know, on them. Then we're asking about how they're doing. And that is something that has helped me in the past, uh, especially when it's something that I don't want to talk about or I don't want to go through with them Um, because let's face it, not everybody is worthy of hearing your story. Not everybody will understand it. And something that I've learned from people that don't understand my life or what I do or how I do it or how I eat I think hey good for you not for me right that's what my coach always told me good for you not for me like that's your journey this is mine and I'm okay with this one of the things that I will tell you helps me a lot and this is just going to jump right into the next uh, question is how do you Uh, Deal with people talking about their diets and, oh, but you should go on this diet with me or, you know, commenting on your body, um, your body shape. Oh, you've gotten bigger. You've gained some weight. Looks like you've packed on a few comfort pounds. You're going to stay warm this winter. You know, we've kind of all either got those eyes or we've gotten that talk from family members, friends, more than likely family members. So something you can say in your head is it's okay if you don't understand me. Because I understand me. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you clearly have like trouble with, with your relationship with food. And that's nothing to be ashamed of you're working on it you're here you're spending the time to listen to this your valuable time you're spending it trying to learn how to get rid of this diet culture mentality that's holding you back from enjoying life and and stopping at a comfortable point when you're eating and to eat when you're hungry and to honor your hunger and to respect your fullness you're working to get here so this journey is long it takes time it's not a quick fix and we don't have that closure of numbers like dieters do so what we're doing now is way harder than anyone like in the diet world would ever go through. This is why I call my clients courageous nourishers. That's why it's the courageous nourisher program because they are courageous for doing what they're doing. Like there is nobody, do you know how many women I put all their success stories up like binge free for two months. I've never felt this good. I can't believe, you know, I had to throw away stale cupcakes because I forgot about them. And so many women are like, I want to get there, but I just, I'm not ready yet. I can't, I can't take that step. I'm so scared. And I was too. So congratulate yourself. Literally give yourself a nice hearty slap on the ass because you should be so proud that you're even here that you're doing this. So put that in your cookie jar and whenever somebody says something like that whether you're feeling judged or whether you're wondering if somebody's, you know, giving you the eye like oh yep they think i've gained weight. Here we go. Um just remember that. This is a season of your life. You're only going to get better from here. So what if you're wondering how you're going to control yourself around the food? What if you're just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to go crazy and I I don't know what's gonna happen here I want you to take on this strategy if you're feeling out of control around food I want you to take this point in time right now right now at this very moment the next meal that you eat I want you to start eating how you normally would right let's say oh you know I should only have 300 calorie omelette with spinach and da 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 I want you to add what's missing I want you to put cheese on it I want you to add a piece of toast with peanut butter. I want you to start now because if you keep on this kind of restricted mentality of I can only have this much or this many calories or this many points or can only eat off of this list of approved foods then you're only pulling that binge arrow back even more and eventually it's going to have to release and you're going to go right into binge city. Okay? And binge city is is right there. It is literally like the next the next street over on Thanksgiving and on Christmas. So, if you keep restricting like this, you're going to set yourself up for a binge for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. So, do your best to try and allow foods and even if you feel like you're overeating or whatever it might be, I want you to know that this is the prep. The first thing I always the first absolute first uh like pinpoint that I have my clients get through, the foundation of health This is the absolute foundation of health is making sure that all foods are down from their pedestals, taking all foods down, taking the intensity away from food so that when you get to Christmas and Thanksgiving and birthdays and restaurants and, you know, dinners out and things like that, that food is just food. Like right now, pumpkin pies could be put in front of me. I might take a couple bites and I'm good. To whereas before, I would eat the whole entire thing. And I'm not even lying when I talk about that. I would literally eat the entire pie. So, there is a lot of intensity and pressure around us during holidays to look a certain way in front of our family, to make sure uh, they see us eating in a certain way. So this might be difficult for you right now. And I, I want you to focus on that feeling. I want you to focus on How you want to feel when your head hits that pillow at night, because that's what I want you to remember. You're there for the experience. You're there to spend this time with your family, to be there with them. So be there, be there with them. And you worrying about them judging you is not stopping them from judging you. Okay. This is giving away your power. Their judgment is a reflection on them, not you. Listen, you've you've been there. You've done that. You've done the whole diet until you hate yourself thing, 1,200 calories, paleo, uh, Weight Watchers, macros, all those things. You've done it all. When has it actually worked? All right, let's try something new now. And I want you on this holiday season to control what you can control. You cannot control what other people think about you. That's impossible. And you know what? That'd be way too much brain power anyway. I, instead, I want you to c- control to control what you can control. So think about it. Is this a situation that I can control? If not, can I steer the conversation? Can I leave the room? Can I tell them? Can I set up that boundary and say, no, we're done talking about this. You don't get to say that about me, about my plate, anything like that. This is all about you taking your power back. All right? And it's very difficult for some of us, but I believe in you and I freaking love you. So, all right, this has been an awesome podcast. I'm just so oh, proud of you for being here. Proud of you for listening. Um, one last thing I am going to say is that if you are like in need of help, if you are somebody who plans on getting healthy in, July, in January, January 1st, you know, but you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet and things like that. I have built a holiday Head Start uh, nutrition reclaim program that I'm releasing on Black Friday. And it is going to literally be a structured step-by-step process uh, for you to work on ending binge eating. So you have a structured plan throughout December. Um, it's got incredible bonuses in it, something that I'm giving away for I don't even think I could ever do this again because it's so inexpensive, but I want to try it out, hopefully on a new app. Um, I'm just so excited about this. And I'm releasing it Black Friday through Cyber Monday. So I'm letting you know about it now. So get on my Sunday Scaries list. The link is in my bio um, or the show notes under here. So get on that because this is just going to be the best thing for you and then it's going to lead into my new year revolution uh summit which is going to be held uh December 28th I think that's the last Wednesday of December of the year and we're going to plan out your 2022 um I'm going to give you uh literally like a build your plate uh sheet a template it's plug and play I'm going to give you uh recipes I'm going to give you meal ideas for balanced satisfying fulfilling intuitive plates it's basically like a meal probably 101 and we're going to go through and build out your year uh so you don't want to miss it it's going to be incredible all right my friends until next time stay courageous and stay nourished intuitively strong Out.